Welcome to all of you as we gather together this day to worship our Lord and Savior as we gather together across time and space and place. It is good and a privilege for us to be together. Blessed be God, the one who forms us, Jesus who bears the cross, the spirit who makes our joy complete. Amen. Let us bow before our God in humility, confessing our sins. Steadfast and faithful God, you have revealed the ways of justice, yet we fail to follow you. We are overwhelmed by the world's violence and suffering. We are afraid to risk what we have for the sake of others. For the harm we have caused, known and unknown, forgive us. For the unjust demands we place on others and your creation, forgive us. For the ways we turn away from you and our neighbor, forgive us. Lead us back to you and set us on the right path. In the name of Jesus Christ, our Savior. Amen. Beloved in Christ, God's justice stretches beyond all understanding. God's compassion is beyond compare. In Jesus, God is always making a new way for us. In Christ, you are already and always forgiven. Amen. Let us pray. Lord of the feast, you have prepared a table before all peoples and poured out your life with abundance. Call us again to your banquet. Strengthen us by what is honorable, just, and pure and transform us into a people of righteousness and peace. Through Jesus Christ, our Savior and Lord. Amen. Our first reading today comes from Isaiah, the 25th chapter. O Lord, you are my God. I will exalt you. I will praise your name, for you have done wonderful things, plans formed of old, faithful and sure. For you have made the city a heap, the fortified city a ruin, the palace of aliens is a city no more. It will never be rebuilt. Therefore, strong peoples will glorify you. Cities of ruthless nations will fear you. For you have been a refuge to the poor, a refuge to the needy in their distress, a shelter from the rainstorm and a shade from the heat. When the blast of the ruthless was like a winter rainstorm, the noise of aliens like heat in a dry place, you subdued the heat with a shade of clouds and the song of the ruthless was stilled. On this mountain the Lord of hosts will make for all peoples a feast of rich food, a feast of well-aged wines, of rich food filled with marrow, of well-aged wines strained clear. And the Lord will destroy on this mountain the shroud that is cast over all peoples, the sheet that is spread over all nations. The Lord will swallow up death forever. Then the Lord God will wipe away the tears from all faces, and the disgrace of God's people the Lord will take away from all the earth, for the Lord has spoken. It will be said on that day, Lo, this is our God. We have waited for the Lord so that God might save us. This is the Lord for whom we have waited. Let us be glad and rejoice in God's salvation. The word of the Lord. Thanks be to God. This is the Holy Gospel according to Matthew, the 22nd chapter. 
Glory to you, O Lord. Once more Jesus spoke to them in parables, saying, The kingdom of heaven may be compared to a king who gave a wedding banquet for his son. He sent his slaves to call those who had been invited to the wedding banquet, but they would not come. Again, he sent other slaves, saying, Tell those who have been invited, Look, I have prepared my dinner, my oxen, and my fat calves have been slaughtered, and everything is ready. Come to the wedding banquet. But they made light of it and went away, one to his farm, another to his business, while the rest seized his slaves, mistreated them, and killed them. The king was enraged. He sent his troops, destroyed those murderers, and burned their city. Then he said to his slaves, The wedding is ready, but those invited were not worthy. Go therefore into the main streets and invite everyone you find to the wedding banquet. Those slaves went out into the streets and gathered all whom they found, both good and bad, so that the wedding hall was filled with guests. But when the king came in to see the guests, he noticed a man there who was not wearing a wedding robe, and he said to him, Friend, how did you get in here without a wedding robe? And the friend and the man was speechless. Then the king said to the attendants, Bind him hand and foot, and throw him into the outer darkness, where there will be weeping and gnashing of teeth. For many are called, but few are chosen. The Gospel of our Lord. Praise to you, O Christ. We are in our third and final parable from Jesus as he is teaching and speaking in the temple on that Monday of Holy Week. And our progression, if you'll recall through these parables, has been that the first one tells the story of Jesus really and truly being the Messiah, the one that they have waited for, the one that they have hoped for, and the one that they can put their trust in. The second, the kingdom of God will not be this military and political overthrow of Rome that the religious leaders had been expecting, but instead God's kingdom does not and will not repay violence with violence, but rather it opens up a table and prepares a meal for all people. And now we have today's story. And if the other two were a bit challenging or hard to understand, This one, for me, is the most challenging and the hardest of all. Again, remember that at this point in the scriptures, Jesus is speaking to the religious leaders about the religious leaders. Yes, the crowds are still there and they are still listening, but Jesus is focusing on the chief priests, the elders, the scribes, and the Pharisees. And what he is telling them is that their positions of power and authority within the community do not give them permission to do whatever they want. Instead, the kingdom of God invites and even begs them to live a transformed life, free of concern about power and authority and status. This parable begins with the king telling his servants to go and gather those who had been invited for this wedding banquet. And these folks who would have been invited would have been important and powerful people, but they refused. They don't take the invitation seriously. They have better things to go and do. And maybe they misunderstand the importance of this invite. And instead, they kill the messengers. And to which the king responds in a rather dramatic fashion. 
Well, if you won't listen to me, what good is your position of power when instead the king can invite whomever the king would like to? Now, this would be the religious leaders. They don't take Jesus seriously. They are misunderstanding the invitation from Jesus to participate in God's kingdom because it looks different from how they imagined it would be. And instead, they participate in the oppression of their own people, have been hypocrites, and seem to value their position of power and authority and prestige more than they value God's word. And Jesus points out to them that their positions of power and authority don't mean anything if they value their status in the community more than they value what God is doing and revealing to them in the world. Jesus is implying these gut-wrenching questions. What good is your power and authority if you think that you know better than God does? What good is your position if you aren't willing to be transformed by God? And while perhaps with not quite the same intensity, Jesus asks us some similar questions today. Part of being a Christian is that because of Jesus' immense and indescribable love for us, we live transformed lives. We are not just living for a heaven someday off a ways when we die, but we are living for God's kingdom in Jesus right now. Because Jesus has brought salvation and life to you and to all people right now, this moment and every moment of every day. And so because of this gift, Jesus invites us to deeply care about the poor and the oppressed, to care deeply about all victims of violence and injustice, and to grieve with those who are hurting. Because I know that my comfort and my safety mean less while other beloved children of God are still uncomfortable and unsafe in the world today. I am not more deserving than anyone else in the world of comfort and safety. And hopefully more days than not, I might even remember that my and all of ours ultimate comfort and safety are found solely in the life, death, and resurrection of Jesus Christ. This is the transformed life that you and I and all Christians are invited to. And yes, it is really hard. But the good news is, friends, that Jesus is the one who does the transforming by his cross. Jesus, who had the power to transform this shame and suffering of the cross into life and salvation for the whole world for you, transforms you and I and all people and all of the sin of this world each and every day. This transformation is salvation. You are freed from the powers of sin and death and the devil by the love Christ shows you and the world from the cross. This transformation is a gift, a gift that we have done nothing to deserve, but God still gives it to us anyway. And this transformation is Christ himself given for you. He is the Messiah who is trustworthy and faithful. He is the one who has brought the kingdom of God near and will bring it about to completion when he returns. And he is the one 
who continually and faithfully transforms you and I and the whole world for the sake of his deep and abiding love for all. Amen. We'll sing together the hymn, Just As I Am Without One Plea. Living together in trust and hope, let us confess our faith. I believe in God, the Father Almighty, creator of heaven and earth. 
I believe in Jesus Christ, God's only Son, our Lord, who was conceived by the Holy Spirit, born of the Virgin Mary, suffered under Pontius Pilate, was crucified, died, and was buried. He descended into the dead. On the third day he rose again. He ascended into heaven. He is seated at the right hand of the Father, and he will come to judge the living and the dead. I believe in the Holy Spirit, the Holy Catholic Church, the communion of saints, the forgiveness of sins, the resurrection of the body, and the life everlasting. Amen. Gathered together into one by the Holy Spirit, let us pray as Jesus taught us. Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done, on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread, and forgive us our trespasses, as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom, and the power, and the glory, forever and ever. Amen. May Almighty God, the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit bless you now and forever. Amen. Go in peace. God is at work in you. Thanks be to God.